Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. So glad you stopped by. We hope that as you listen to today's sermon, the Holy Spirit through his word will refill you, recharge you, and equip you for the rest of your journey with him. Listen to today's sermon. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this occasion, we thank you for this moment as we are gathered. We pray that as we study your word, as we pray together, we pray that Holy Spirit, you will continue to lead us. You continue to work your works in our lives. You continue to establish your kingdom in our midst. We give you praise for this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning to all. It's a blessing to be together. For the past few weeks, we have been looking at prayer for the past about six weeks. We have seen very interesting experiences, testimonies, how God has worked in the lives of many people through prayer. Yesterday, I was talking to Nana about an experience last Friday. And this is the way God works, the way God delivers us. God manifests himself in so many ways that it's amazing. Um, Over the years, there is one scripture that I've held very dear. There's one scripture that I've held very dear, and it's been a blessing. Can we read it together? Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in all things, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your heart, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Do not be anxious about anything. Sometimes we get to a situation where we get worried, we get frustrated about so many things. And it comes in ways that sometimes you know there's prayer. But there are things that happen in your life and you think this one, you have to handle it yourself. I had an experience where one time in the office I had some documents which I used to process a transaction. And after some days I found the documents all right. By the day the document was needed very urgently, I looked, I spent over four hours pulling down every document from my file cabinet, searching for this document. And if I could not find that document that day, the bank was going to lose over $100,000 if I do not find the document. And there was very little time to produce that document. I search every file, I search every folder, I pulled down everything, I could not find the document. I was so stressed, I was frustrated. Then I called a friend and I said, do you remember this particular document when it came, we discussed it and this and that, do you remember exactly where I filed it? I said, Matthew, this is where you will file such a document. I said, I have searched everywhere. He said, so have you prayed about it? The friend could just see the frustration in my voice. 
I said, have you prayed about it? Then I laughed in my head. Is there something to pray about? So on the phone he said, just let's pray. Now I was working with a colleague. And so whilst I was talking on the phone, my colleague was just sitting on the floor. I scattered all files and documents around and was just pulling them one by one. No, was now rearranging what we have scattered and was rearranging them into the cabinet. So the one on the phone said, have you prayed about it? I laughed in my head and said, okay, you let's pray. So she just prayed and said, Lord, direct him where to find the document. Help us to find this document without any stress. The prayer was funny to me. Honestly, I felt we have more serious problem than this simple prayer. But just when the prayer ended, so we were on the phone, the other colleague was sitting on the floor, packing the files. And then just when the prayer ended, the next file she picked was the document. I mean, we just couldn't believe it. We have searched, we have spent over four hours looking for this document. Whether it came from somewhere or it was just there and we couldn't find it. But just when we prayed, it was there. Years ago when I was in school, there's this Muslim friend who told me, he said, I don't understand Christianity. And I don't understand all the things you talk about Christianity. But I understand one thing about prayer. That when you people pray, things happen. So, and then we had um, a Buddhist among us. And the Buddhist said, oh, most of the things are just about to happen. So it is coincidental. And the Muslim said, yes, I'm amazed at the coincidence. It doesn't happen until prayer is offered. Amen. So even if it is a coincidence, most of this coincidence happens only when we pray. It is, it, it is something to easily discard and co conclude that this is coincidental because just when we ended praying, we found a document without searching. We had a similar situation where we went for a program at the National Theatre and we had um, some monies we have to pay the workers. And the one carrying the envelope with the money dropped it somewhere. We searched everywhere. And this was the same person. This was after three years after we prayed about that document. And the same person who asked me, have you prayed, was now the one who was in need and had searched everywhere. So I came and then someone told me, this lady is stranded and the amount of money, we can't raise it. If we all try to raise it together, it is not possible to get the money to pay now. Let's find a way to go about it. Can we see? So they were asking me, what do we do about this? Then I said, oh, I know the solution. So I went to her and I said, have you prayed? Then she laughed. I said, Matthew, we are serious here. I said, no, the same thing. Have you prayed? So we held hands and prayed. And when we were praying, we were just, we held hands and we're praying. Then somebody came to distract us. So just when the person distracted us, then she turned and said, Matthew, I know where the money is. And I said, where? She said, we went to serve the board members in this room. Let's go there and see. And when we got there, the envelope was lying on the table of the board chairman. That's where, just as the um, Buddhist said, coincidence. But it happened only after we prayed. Amen. So sometimes we look at the big issues and we think, those ones must go to God. I can't handle them. 
but there are very little issues that stress us. They take away our joy. They take away our peace. And the Bible says, do not be anxious. Don't be stressful. Don't get yourself stressed about anything. But in all things, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your heart, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, that surpasses all understanding. And this is another interesting part. There have been situations where we have prayed and we expected a miracle. We have prayed and we expected that God will intervene. There will be some miraculous intervention. And it did not happen. We went through the fire. We went through the storms. We expected that along the way in the fire, God will step in and deliver us. But we went through the fire all right. Nothing changed. However, at the end of the day, we look back and we ask ourselves, how did we go through this? Amen. Sometimes God does not come in to solve the problem. He takes you through the problem. But at the end of the day, he solves the problem by letting you go through it. The end result you were expecting, the fear, the situation you were expected to happen, does not end up that way. So the problem is not taken away, but the end result is different from your expectation. Amen. Sometimes we have peace in the midst of the storm, and it is difficult for us to understand how in that mess of a situation we could have peace. Last Saturday was a Friday morning. I had a presentation to do at 9 a.m. And whilst on my way to work, my wife just called me that she was involved in an accident. A car had just come to bash into her car. And when she talked to me, it did not look serious or sound serious. Because she said, oh, this is what has happened. And I think the door is jammed and I don't know. And I said, you know, I have a 9 o'clock presentation. Are you all right? She said, oh, yes. I said, I have a 9 o'clock presentation. Let me finish the presentation and then we get back. I said, okay, let me call your nephew to come and check. And when my nephew sent me pictures of what happened, yesterday when he met me, my, friend, my nephew met me, he asked, I still can't understand it, how she was so relaxed, how she did not skid off the road, how she did not crash. I mean, what happened was miraculous. We can't understand how she was able to compose herself and go through it. And then in the night when I closed, we had some meetings and when I was coming home, I just, my tie just burst off. Pam, I have to leave the car. And it was the same way. But you know, for the past three weeks, friends were calling me, Matthew, I feel this urge to pray for you. We've been praying for you. We don't know what it is. I was talking to John about two weeks ago. I said, John, I'm struggling to pray. I'm unable to pray the way I want to pray. But sometimes when the devil thinks, I have gotten you here, God is able to raise people to still pray for you. Amen. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The Bible says, in the same way, the Spirit helps our weaknesses in prayer. And the same way the Spirit helps our weaknesses in prayer. Sometimes we do not, the Bible says, we do not know how we ought to pray the way we should. But the Spirit himself helps us. Amen. And the Spirit 
intercedes for God's people according to the will of God. Sometimes you see the need of praying. But sometimes you don't know exactly what to pray about. But when you start praying, there are times that you just go in and you think, oh, it's normal, I just want to pray for Brahima. But as you go in to pray, the prayer takes a different form, a different shape that you can't understand it yourself. The way God leads us to pray, it's amazing. Amen. The Holy Spirit helps us in different ways for us to pray. And one of the very strong experiences I've had in life about prayer is when we pray for other people. When we pray for other people, it's amazing how God works when we pray for other people. When we become selfless and we put aside our own worries and our burdens and we focus on the needs of others and we pray for them, we see the hand of God at work in various ways. Whenever we meet and we pray for one another, we, we experience prayer in different forms. There are times that I'll be praying and I feel the need to kneel. There are other times I feel the need to walk around. I mean, the, when the Holy Spirit is leading, even the posture of the prayer, the posture you take changes. At one time, I remember I was praying, and whenever I move this way, my hands are down this way. But when I turn to the opposite direction, I can't keep my hands down. I feel like my hands should be up, pointed to a particular direction. It did not make sense to me. I don't get it. Why should I be pointing my hand to that particular direction? But when I turn around and change my posture or direction, the prayer does not flow the way it should. But the moment I turn and face that particular direction with my hands towards that direction, the prayer works in a different format. And this went on for a while. Then suddenly, my heart was filled with this joy. And I could sense that the burden is lifted. When the Holy Spirit takes over, the Bible says, He intercedes for the saints accordance to the will of God. And he who knows the will of God prays for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. He knows the mind of God. Today we will spend time praying for one another. We want to see the work of God in our lives. The Bible says that, bear ye one another burden, and by so doing you will fulfill the will of Christ. When we carry one another's burden, Galatians 6 2, when we carry one another's burden, we fulfill the will of God. We fulfill the will of Christ. Jesus has called us to be partners with him. He wants us to build together as a family. And anytime we pray for one another, we see the hand of God manifest in a unique way. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1, we are workers together with God. When God wants to establish a purpose, when God wants to do a work, he wants to work through us. So anything God wants to establish in the earth, he wants to do it through us. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, pray, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. If God wants his will to be done on earth, why doesn't he go ahead and do it? But he wants us to be partners with him. So he says, pray it. Speak it. Say that God let your will be done. And so when God wants his will to be done in um, Brother Joseph's life, God can ask me, speak my will into his life. 
I speak God's purposes and it gets established. So whenever God gives us that opportunity to speak about each other, to pray for one another, sometimes you don't even know. There are times that I have prayed for people I don't know. Names have come to my mind and I have prayed about them. I have never met the people. I don't know them. But I have spent time praying about people, about situations that I don't know anything about. Because God wants his will to be established. Amen. God is faithful and he manifests himself in various ways. When we are weak, when Abraham, Bible says that Lot found himself in a situation where he was entangled with sin around him and he couldn't do anything. But God spoke to Abraham and Abraham interceded for Lot. If you go to the New Testament, the Bible says Lot was a righteous man who was vexed with what was going on around him. But he was so polluted with the environment that he could not even see what was happening. God has to choose another man, Abraham, to intercede for Lot and get him out of the situation. Today, I want us to spend time. We'll be praying on two things. We'll be praying for each other here and we'll be praying for somebody who is not here. So, we will pray. You get hold somebody and pray for the person here. Then you share the name of somebody here with the other person and the two of you will pray together on that person. Amen. And that is what we're going to do at this moment. Amen. So can we be on our feet? Any push, whether you want to sit, whether you want to stand, but just, I want us to be two, two. So get one partner. We shouldn't have so that it will be easy. Amen. We thank God for this privilege. Thank God for this opportunity. We can take our seats. God bless you. We continue to pray from here. There's this scripture. I love when I pray, and I want to read it. I want us to read it together. This is the New International Version, Job chapter 5, verse 8 to 27. This was a quote from one of Job's friends telling him about prayer and experience, his experience about prayer. He said, but if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. He provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. The lowly he sets on high, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. It was the plans of the crafty, so that their hands achieve no success. He catches the wise in their craftiness, and the schemes of the willy are swept away. Darkness comes upon them in the daytime. At noon, they group as in the night. He saves the needy from the sword in their mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful. So the poor have hope, and injustice shuts its mouth. Blessed is the one whom God corrects. So do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. For he wounds, but he also binds. He injures, but his hands also heal. 
From six calamities, he will rescue you. Even seven, no harm will touch you. In famine, he will deliver you from death. And in battle, from the stroke of the sword. You will be protected from the lash of the tongue. And need not fear when distraction comes. You will laugh at distraction and famine. And need not fear the wild animals. For you will, for you will have a covenant with the stones of the field. And the wild animals will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is secure. You will take stock of your property and find nothing missing. You will know that your children will be many. And your descendants like the grass of the earth. You will come to the grave in full vigor, like sheaves gathered in season. We have examined this, and it is true. So hear it and apply it to yourself. Amen. Whenever I'm discouraged, whenever I get to a situation where I feel fearful, whenever I get to a situation where I'm even tempted to believe the African witches are getting over me, the scriptures reminds me, that it can't work that way. God is always on our side. Amen. God bless you. We hope this sermon blessed you. If it did, will you consider sharing it with a friend? And if you're in Accra looking for a spirit-filled community to worship with, why don't you join us at Mikado Plaza, the Bonnie Junction, Accra, on Sundays from 9 to 10.30 a.m. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Accra Church and visit our website, accrachurch.org, for more sermons. God bless you.